you're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Get ready for an overdose of common sense. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. What went wrong in Texas? Here's a question a lot of people are asking. Are they too reliant on renewable energy? Maybe, maybe not. We're going to get a perspective on that in just about 15 minutes. But the bigger question is, what do the lessons learned there mean for the rest of us? I mean, keep in mind, Congress is considering more mandates for renewable energy. This could have a big impact on all of us. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us here on American Viewpoints. One of the constants, unfortunately, through our country is the trend and and just the overall population of so many veterans who are struggling as well year around, regardless of economic conditions. And uh, there are reasons that this affects veterans in particular, and there's also a way for you to help directly to them. Joined now by Gretchen Smith with Code of Vets. And Gretchen, good to talk to you again. It's been a while since you've uh, been on the program, but first let me kind of reset and just have you explain what Code of Vets does that's different than a lot of other nonprofit groups, because there are a lot of great uh, charitable organizations that focus on veterans, but what you do is deal with immediate needs of the veterans. Yeah, we're, we're set up incredibly unique. I believe we are one of a kind. We are a 501c3. We, we operate purely on social media, primarily Twitter is our platform. We've raised roughly $4 million with a 2% operating cost. We assist veterans in real time um, in every state throughout the nation. And social media is a powerhouse. It can be used for oh, yeah. something good or, you know, something ugly or, you know, vindictive or mean. And we choose to use it for veterans. And it's, it's just something that works for us. It's exploding in growth. And it's because of the way that we've, we have it set up. It's simple. It's grassroots. It's transparent. We have all of our financial reports up on codevets.com. Uh, we vet our veterans, and as my partner, Dr. Cindy Walter, Walter, gets them through our system when they fill out a vet knee form, she'll pitch them to me. I'll put them out on Twitter, you know, their picture, their their name, their town and state, what their needs are, and the donor gets to see who they are helping. And we we have it set up from beginning to end, from the time that we post that veteran until I send them the funds that we raise directly on Twitter. I post, I post a uh, receipt of the funds that have been sent so the donors can get to see when that veteran is taken care of. And the needs, the needs are incredibly emergent at this time. You know, this past year has been, uh, it's been horrible for our entire nation. It's, um, it's unprecedented, the, the COVID shutdowns and restrictions and the issues that it has brought. It brings a whole new level of stress, especially for our veteran community, when you have veterans who are dealing with PTSD, TBI, other mental health issues, you know, trying to transition from the military back to civilian life in the, in the mix of the COVID restrictions, it's next to impossible. I mean, you need a strong support system. And that's what we do is we provide them with guidance 
um, with some uh, immediate funds in, in order for them to get settled into civilian life. Uh, and it's just a great way to, to be able to honor our veterans and to say thank you and to give back in their time of need. We're visiting with Gretchen Smith from Code of Vets. And uh, real quick, let's talk about, you talked about the immediate needs. So when you're asking somebody on Twitter for a donation, you're telling, okay, here's what it's going to do for this veteran. But what's a typical uh, typical need that somebody is going to need emergency funds for that people can help with? I mean, what are the things they're they're paying for? A lot of it, it, right now, we're doing a lot of focus on utilities, utilities disconnects, or, or just if you're two or three months behind in your utilities, that's what we're focused on, uh, rent as well. Uh, we're seeing a lot of eviction notices out there, forbearance letters of uh, families that are sliding into foreclosure, um, auto repos. So we take the emergent needs, those crisis needs, and we, we take care of them and we give them enough to give them a little bit of a buffer, a breather to alleviate that financial stress in order for them to find longer term ways of, you know, solving that issue. But we're, we're there in the moment uh, to keep those lights on one more month, maybe two more months. And it's powerful. It, it's, it's very impactful for the veterans because they feel that immediate relief. They, you know, if they've had their water disconnect or disconnected or their electric um, disconnected, we had a single mom with three kids who was sitting in the dark. So we, we got the lights turned back on and paid for, you know, the bill for, for the next couple of months. So she gives her a little bit of a break. It's just, you know, that's, that tends to be a trend that we're seeing are these utilities bills um, throughout the country are an issue for our vets. And, it, and I think it boils down to them not having a paycheck for several months, um, you know, due to the shutdown and the restrictions. Now, a lot of people may be saying, but wait a minute, Gretchen, these are veterans. We have government programs all over the country, uh, local and national. They're supposed to take care of the veterans. Why is what you do needed? Well, oh, my gosh, that's a great question. You know, the, the state systems we have found are overloaded. They are not designed uh, to take on millions and millions of people. They're backlogged. Um, we've got some states who are backlogged back till April, May and June. We have people waiting on unemployment that have uh, signed up for TAMP, for SNAP, uh, for HEAP. And there's, there's the lines are tremendous. It's just unprecedented what we're going through in our nation. And I really believe we are in emergent conditions right now in our country, um, just due to, you know, multiple reasons. And, and we, we have found that Code of Vets and not only us, but our, our organizations, our nonprofits are being overwhelmed as well. We have a line, we have, uh, we have hundreds of veterans waiting for assistance right now. Um, it's just, <laughs> you know, these numbers are not sustainable, you know, mm -hmm. at this, that the federal state or local levels at, at, at our level, uh, we, we're trying to get through as many vets as possible. You know, we, we, we need unlimited funding and able to touch all these vets, which we'll never get. That's, you know, pie in the sky. But as much as we can get in, get through our system, we push it right back out. We do not sit on our funds. We operate in the moment in real time, um, again, with 2%. And we've touched a lot of lives. And you can find more at codeofvets.com or you can just look up Code of Vets on Twitter. And, you know, in the last uh, minute or so that we've got, uh, Gretchen, I know that you've had uh, had an issue on social media. I mean, your platform to reach people who donate and reach the veterans who need this emergency assi assistance, that's actually taken a little bit of a hit from the social media companies lately, as I understand it. 
Yeah, it has. It's really, it's actually almost crippled us at some, at some point. Um, in January, we lost 81,000 followers slash donors. That's huge for our organization, given the fact that we uh, operate. And I, that's where I raised my funding is on Twitter. Uh, and for them to do that, as uh, you know, in that purge was it's, it was very damaging to us. And it also impeded our ability to assist veterans um, who are suicidal, who are reaching out in those dark moments. Um, so we're trying to rebuild that platform. And right now, that's the most important thing um, that I'm focused on right now is trying to regain some of those um, accounts. Uh, and some of those were elderly vets that I would keep in contact with from time to time, or they would reach out to me. And now I have no idea where they are. Um, one of my elderly vets, um, you know, had sent a picture of a gun to his head one night, and I was able to talk him through that. It's, they need that kind of support when they do not have anyone around them. If they are isolated, do not have family, a lot of times they will find a, um, an organization and, and, you know, and that becomes their family. And Code of Vets has become family to thousands and thousands of veterans out there on social media. And for Twitter to do this is just unconscionable. I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around the damage that they've caused through this, uh, through this purge. Um, it's, it's serious. Yeah. And you're at least a code of vets is still on. So hopefully they're seeking you out, assuming that they're allowed on the platform at all. There's so many people have so many questions as to why the social media companies do this. And there is so much toxicity on, on uh, social media, but why this would be cut off is, yeah, like you said, it's something that's not, not really something I can understand as well. All right. So uh, you did mention that you do vet these candidates and you put all that information out there for yes. candid- for help. So if anybody wants to see that, they can go to Code of Vets on Twitter and look at that. I see your stuff every day and it is interesting and uh, it's, it's really something to see. You met the need. Here's the receipt. I mean, the personal information is blocked out, obviously, but it's the proof that the money went to where it was supposed to go. So once again, Gretchen, thanks for the time. And we find it at what? Codevets.com and then just Codevets on Twitter, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Thank you for sharing our mission. Um, we, we need this exposure. The the bigger we get, the more veterans we can assist. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, Gretchen, really appreciate the work you do. And thanks for being on the program again. Thank you. Well, most of the country was hit with uh, cold weather and in many areas, a winter storm that left millions without power. Well, the winter storm and some power sources they couldn't keep up. So what went wrong and what lessons about energy, especially renewable energy, should we learn from that? That's just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. Getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy so we don't miss out on what matters. Like that family movie night your daughter can't live without. (coughs) Yeah, can't do that. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now, no one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at getmyflushot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. 